Good morning. I'll share with you a, um, a message connected to the Yomim Tovim that we're in the middle of. Um, the Sukkis, one of the great celebrations of Sukkis, is famously the Simchas Beis Hashay Eva, which was the great rejoicing that took place in the time of the Beis HaMikdash um, each and every uh, night of Sukkis. And it was connected with the drawing of the water that was poured um, on the Mizbeach, on the altar, by the carbon, by the sacrifice of the day. Um, in other words, throughout the year, every day, carbonous sacrifices were brought in the Holy Temple, and they were always accompanied with wine. There was wine that was poured, or a wine libation, that was poured on the Mizbeach. On the seven days of Sukkot, in addition to the wine, the wine libation, there was also water that was poured on the Mizbeach, on the altar. Um, and this water was drawn the day before, and was accompanied by great dancing and rejoicing, um, as recounted in the Mishnah and in the Gemara. And that's something that till today becomes a <coughs> prominent theme throughout the Yom Tov of Sukkot. When we celebrate uh, throughout the, uh, the nights of Sukkot, what we call the Simchas Beis HaSheeva, the Simcha, the joy, connected with the drawing of the water. And obviously there's many messages to this. Um, I want to talk about one point. Um, we have the wine libation and we have the water libation. Throughout the year, pouring wine on the Mizbeach and on Sukkot, we poured wine and also water. And yet, it was the water that generated this great simcha, this great rejoicing. When you think about it, wine versus water. Wine is full of flavor, wine is rich, wine is costly. Um, whereas water is very simple, very plain typically, or in most, or has very little cost or no cost. Um, so wine represents something that's much more as far as flavor and cost and expense and so on and so forth. And water represents simplicity. And we have both of them on the Mizbeach and Sukkis. But the greater simcha is generated by the water, which is the simplicity. If we think about it, we'll see that this theme of having the more flavorful and richer versus the simpler both being there, and yet the emphasis being on the simpler, is a reoccurring theme in this month of Yom Tovim. On Yom Kippur, the, um, the center of the Avodah, of the service of Yom Kippur, was the Kohen Gadol. The high priest would go into the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur. And the high priest would do this service throughout the day. And he had two sets of clothing, two sets of garments. There was the typical garments that he wore throughout the year, and those were garments that were filled with gold and all types of uh, very beautiful colors. And then he had the very simple white garments of Yom Kippur that were specifically for Yom Kippur. So we have the two types of garments, the golden garments and the simple white garments. And again, they were both used on the day of Yom Kippur. But the emphasis of the Yom Kippur Avedah, the specific Avedah for Yom Kippur, was the white and simple garments. So the correlation is very clear, just like we have the wine versus the water. They're both used on the Mizbeach and Sukkis. But the greater emphasis is on water versus wine. The very same is with the Avodah of Yom Kippur, that we have the golden garments and we have the white simple garments, and yet the emphasis of Yom Kippur is on the white and simple garments. If we go back one more step to Rosh Hashanah, and we'll see these two ideas again. Um, the primary mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is blowing the shofar. The shofar blast is a very simple, plain blast. There's no words, there's no depth, there's no meaning, 
There's nothing to understand. It's a blast of a horn from an animal. And Rosh Hashanah, we, all, we don't only blow the shofar. We also say many tefillahs, many davenings. We say the verses of Malchius, of kingship, of, of Hashem's uh, remembrances, of the, the psukim about shofar. Um, we pray a great deal and say many, many different types of psukim that have many different types of commentary and meaning. And yet, the essence of Rosh Hashanah, the great mitzvah of the day, is the simple blast of the shofar. So again, we have the two sides of the coin, so to speak. We have the simplicity of the blast of the shofar versus the, um, versus the psukim, the verses that we say in our davening that describe the avod of Rosh Hashanah. So really, in a nutshell, we have Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Simchas Pesach Shoeva. All of them have the two sides of the day. All of them have the more flavorful, fancier, richer side. Um, expressed by the tefillahs of Rosh Hashanah, expressed by the golden garments of Yom Kippur, expressed by the wine poured on Mizbeach and Sukkis. And all of them have the simpler side, the plainer, simpler side, the simple blast of the shofar, the simple clothes of the Kohen Gadol, and the simple water that's poured on the Mizbeach. And finally, the more emphasized and celebrated side in all of these three steps is the side of simplicity. It's the simple blast of the shofar, it's the white garments of the Kohen Gadol, and it is the water poured on the Mizbeach. And the message here <coughs> is a beautiful one and a powerful one. Um, all of us have in our personalities both of these sides. We have the more flavorful, richer part of our personality. That represents, or that refers, to everyone's personal wealth. When I say wealth, it could be monetary, it could be intellectual, it could be emotional. The wealth are our strong points, our gifts, our talents, those unique um, gifts of Hashem that make each and every one of us uniquely special. So one is wealthy with their special intellect or their type of intellect. One is wealthy in their form of curing or their emotions. One is wealthy in their good deeds. One is wealthy with the tzedakah that they give. Everyone has their special wealth, their special rich part of them. But then we have our simplicity, that part of us in which we're all equal, that part of us which makes us special just because we're connected to Hashem, because we have a soul, we have a part of God within ourselves. Something that's void of our particular wealth, gift, talent, and uniqueness. And they're both so important. We're given talents because we're meant to use them. Um, and we serve Hashem by using our unique talents, and that's why everyone's service is unique, and every person is unique, because they have different gifts and talents and abilities that allow them to be unique. And that's a very important part of who we are, and a very important part of our serving Hashem. At the same time, we also have the equalizers, the simple being who we are as a human being, as a person that possesses the soul of God, and therefore connected to Hashem. And that's beyond our unique gifts, talents, and wealth. And that's what these three different steps represent. Rosh Hashanah is about accepting Hashem as our king. And there, there's the two sides of the coin. There's accepting Hashem as our king and therefore serving Him in the, with the unique talents and abilities that each and every one of us has. That's the verses 
that's the wealth of Rosh Hashanah. But then there's the simplicity of that all of us equally say that we accept Hashem as our King, called in uh, Hasidic expression, Kabbalas Ol Malchus Shamayim, it's a Torah expression, accepting the yoke of God as a simple servant. And in that simplicity of acceptance of the yoke of God, everyone is equal. And that's the simple blast of the shofar, where there's no difference from one to the other. Yom Kippur represents our deepest connection with Hashem, re- revealing the essence of our soul, that part of us that allows us always to do tshuva, to bounce back. And here again, we connect to Hashem with our golden garments, with our wealth, each one individually, and we connect to Hashem with the simple white garments, the simplicity of having a part of God within us. And the same thing repeats itself on Sukkot with the concept of simcha, with the concept of joy. We can be joyous because of our accomplishments, because of our unique accomplishments, and there's what to be joyous about those accomplishments, and that's true. And yet the greatest joy doesn't come from individual accomplishments and from individual greatness. The greatest joy comes by the realization that our connection to Hashem is beyond any of our accomplishments and beyond those things that we worked hard for and make so much sense to us. But it's the ultimate gift of Hashem, the gift of life, the gift of a neshama, the gift of Torah. And that's the equalizer of the celebration of the water. And that culminates this coming um, Sunday night and Monday, Monday night and Tuesday, with Simcha Torah, when all of us dance with Hashem with this unbridled joy. We dance with Hashem, we dance with the Torah, and we celebrate the fact that He gifted us with Himself in this beautiful way beyond our own personal abilities, wealths, and talents. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yom Tov.